Welcome to Wind Down, the weekly catch-up between friends Scott and Lydia. We'll be discussing the stories of the week as well as giving you a much-needed dose of good news. There'll also be a book recommendation and Scott's gift of the week, all accompanied by a big glass of wine. So grab a bottle, settle down and enjoy. Hi everyone! Hi everyone! We are back after a little break last week. We just had enough of you lot, so... <laughs> <laughs> she does not mean that. <laughs> we just really like Ty, we just needed a week off. Oh my god, it has been a week. Scott's had a very busy week. Oh gosh, being vaxxed, got knocked out from the vaccine. I'm saying not got knocked out. I got knocked out. <laughs> knocked up. Oh my god, that'd be miracle. I wouldn't yeah. mind that though. <laughs> but something we didn't get to talk about last week because we missed it because we weren't here is that we went to the Dream Boys. Yeah. Two weeks ago today. Oh my god, that's gone so quick. That's gone quick. It was yeah. the best night ever. The Dream Boys press event. Oh my god. It was just, <laughs> it was in May, like, as soon as I walked in there, I was like, I'm home. <laughs> and a half-naked man handed us a glass for a second, we're like, I'm done for the evening, I'm good. Honestly, that's all I need, all I need in my life is to be surrounded by half-naked men, or naked, whichever you prefer, <laughs> pouring me Prosecco constantly, thank you very much. <laughs> I think it was, it was what I imagined heaven to look like, to be honest. Oh god, if that's what heaven looks like, then I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm off. Not that I'm going to heaven, but it was such a good um a good evening and they done like uh like preview performance of what they do on tour and they were all incredible and yeah, I wanna go and see you on tour. I want, yeah, I, want show. I want the full show. I want the full show. Literally the full they, show. They, covered their, they put their hats in their um, peepees. The peepees. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I want to see the full thing, I think, next time. It was just I, such a fun night out. Well. It was just so nice. That's what I was about to say. Like, it was such, it's, I feel like, I remember like, when Dream Boys first came about, like years ago, and then like, it's sort of like, obviously then Magic Mike took over but mm-hmm. like I love I love Dream Boys like I just think the energy in the room and everything like is so like everyone's on that high and everyone's excited and like in it and just yeah everything just off. Like, <laughs> like fully relaxed fully like shouts from the rooftops like no judgment everyone just having a good time it's yeah. just really fun and the team had put like so much effort into everything like the goodie bags all the prosecco like you just felt really welcome and like really like included in the event yeah and it was so nice to be out doing that kind of thing again after obviously the past yeah. year <laughs> from receipts for the um honestly yes <laughs> making it rain with those dream boy dollars oh my god that was so fun Honestly, I've kept some. I want to use them as like I've a kept some. <laughs> <laughs> on the tube, get the Dream Boys dollar out. <laughs> um, should we have some wine? Yes, let's. What are we drinking this week? Well, I so because we were separate this week because we're just both quite tired and Scott's very ill, so <laughs> I'm not feeling on drinking. But um, we've got a Garvey or a Gavi. I don't know how you say it. I say Garvey. 
other people I know say Gavi. I would say Gavi. Yeah. But that's just because I'm common. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's Italian, so it's Italian white wine, um, and it has zesty citrus and fresh peach flavors. Um, it is 12.5%. Um, I've had it quite a lot, and it says to have it with pesto pasta, which I'm actually having for dinner tonight, coincidentally. Ooh. So it's just, I've had it quite a lot, like different kinds of, of Gavi, Garvey, and it's <laughs> a really good one, like eight pounds from Sano's. It's just a decent wine. Wow. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Um, oh, that looks nice. Have you got anything knocking about? I have, and it's um, it's just good old Kylie. It always <laughs> is. <laughs> Why is it so good? Always Kylie. If I ever run out of wine, there's always Kylie somewhere. <laughs> like, so we went to Brighton this weekend um, together and Scott put me up from Dorking, which is a little town in, like, Surrey. Yeah. And I went to a tiny news agent to get a few tinnies for the road. And I went in they had Kylie wine. You can't get Kylie wine in, like, Waitrose, but you can get in this, like, tiny little news agents in Dorking. Honestly, Kylie must be huge in Dorking. They must have loved her there. All middle-aged mums. <laughs> literally it was so good and yeah we went to brighton because brighton pride was cancelled so we still went down and had a nice dinner and some drinks and it was a lovely evening um, i was gonna say it was such a nice evening yeah and i think going out because we went out with like, your mom and your aunt and your mom's friends and stuff and if no you know your mom's aunt and your aunt <laughs> it's so nice to i think actually to go out with a mixed group of people mixed age group of people like it really yeah. just like calm, not calms like that because it wasn't like calm, but it was just like I feel like they're more wild than we are. Yeah, literally, we were like, oh, I can go to bed. They were I like, feel like, <laughs> oh, I feel like we were the thoughts. we were the adults that evening. Yeah, like, come on, kids, after bed. <laughs> Honestly, like the shots were flowing, they were on it, and I was like, how yeah. are you doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I just think we need to like hang around with like different ages of people more, like just like mix the group up a bit. Yeah, I might go to an old people's home next week. <laughs> Get the vodka out. <laughs> he wants tequila. <laughs> Always. Oh. Scott has to do tequila road shots in the hotel room, which was never Yes, gone. of course I did. I had them lined up and ready to go. <laughs> in massive cups as well. I know, I forgot the shot glasses. <laughs> we'll overlook that, it's fine. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> Um, so shall we move on to our first topic of the week? Yes, let's do it. So it's our favourite time of the month. And this month is like the month, I think, of like yeah. magazines. It's September covers, September issues, which is like notoriously the most important cover of the entire year. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay. So shall we start with Cosmo UK? Yes, let's. Let me try so, it is. On the cover is Emma Chamberlain, who is a 20-year-old influencer, YouTuber, TikToker, um, who's got a like, really, really cool style, which I do not feel is reflected in this cover. <laughs> um, it's just, for who she is and like, her age, Yeah, it just looks so drab. Like, mm. like she's literally like a TikToker. She a TikToker and all that. Yeah, like YouTuber, influencer. Yeah. And she does all of that. And she's just been put on like a beige, a beige background. Like, yeah. And like she looked, looked so nice, so much nicer. On her Instagram, her whole style is so freaking cool. Like this yeah. girl has 13 million followers, 
like her vibe I would never be as cool as her like it's just a fact no one will be and it's weird that they just put her in this I'm like why do they not let her like music style herself or something yeah or like just why couldn't the background be more interesting like it just, again like we've said this a bit about Cosmo yeah it's like they just look very flat and one note and it's just like I know Cosmo do the plain backgrounds and everything like we've said before but Mm. again like she's a young girl like mm. you may look like she's must be in like, her mid-40s or something like lauren conrad like from wearing like a rose or something at age like 35 that's the vibe i'm getting yeah you know what yeah. i mean like early 2010s like i'm just like this is not the influencer this is not representative of like a 2021 influencer in my opinion that's at like, the top of their game and is doing so well yeah and like just like the style and like it just doesn't have any of like the notes of who she is as a like yeah and stuff or like her style it's just so different it's like, I, I honestly didn't really realize it was her until they were like said it i was like oh my god that's her yeah i didn't either literally i had the same reaction and it's the fact it says like meet the most popular girl on the internet yeah like it does, she does, not that she doesn't look like the most popular girl, but you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really paint that picture very well. She looks like a woman in her 30s, like, who's probably getting married and, like, to a band she doesn't really like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so really on that. I just don't, yeah, I'm not a fan of that. Just so, it'd been so cool, and if it'd been on, like, Vogue or, like, Braxia or something, I think they would have done it a bit better. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Cosmo missing mark yet again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, it's disappointing. Yeah. It hit the mark with their influencer fitness cover and it's just gone downhill from then. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, bless. Um, next, shall we do British Vogue? Yes. Oh, my um, God. I am in love with this so so much like, i love it it's beautiful oh Gemma chan it, one she is stunning two mm-hmm. she's wearing like a full gold sequin dress mm-hmm. in front of tower bridge with the sunset behind her like sunrise sun, oh my god the sunrise they've written in the caption 457 to be precise oh my god why there must have been a hair and <laughs> by midnight why was i not there at 457 <laughs> Gemma! Gemma! <laughs> no, but seriously, she looks incredible. Like one thing I do not like. Okay, go on. It's her foot. What's wrong with my foot? I don't know. There's just something. Obviously, that one with the cover that you see in the mag, but they've done like the double. You know, the, when they open the cover. Yeah. That halfway is. I think it is stunning. There's just something about her foot that I was just like that. I don't know. It just looked quite like. Place. It looks very like, yeah, it looks very like propped there. Yeah, and it didn't look, it looked quite like, I don't like using the word manly because that's not what I think it, it is. There's just something that's quite like unglamorous about it in comparison. I know they're like, they're kind of like the juxtaposition, but I feel like you can do that just like maybe different. Like, I think it's because like her foot goes up. Yeah, I was like, like it was like flat. Was, yeah, if it was pointed. Yeah. Or just like under. And it's quite a powerful position, like having her leg propped up there rather than just like being like tucked away. Yeah. I, and I do like that it's a plain foot that like she could have come back from the party. 
at like 4 a.m. and she's getting jugged on the boat. Like that's mm. really like that story. But I just think maybe, I don't know, there's something about the foot. They can't take my eyes off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh my god, I just, I, I'm a sucker for like a sunrise and a sunset. So as soon as I saw that, I was like, you've won me over already. It is beautiful. But it's just, oh, it just looks so like elegant and like poised and it's just like, oh. Like that would look so nice on your coffee table. Oh my god, yeah. Or like as on a poster. Yeah, cut it out, <laughs> stick it on your wall. Yeah. Frame it. Frame it. Laminate it. <laughs> yeah, make it into napkins or something. <laughs> and I like that it's a very simple cover, like New Beginnings. Yeah. It's just got like her name on it and stuff. It's very simple. Yeah. It just like lets her speak for herself almost like they know that it doesn't need anything else and just a picture of her like even if it was just obviously because yeah like it opens they've done it like landscape as though like it opens out yeah. but like even like just zooming in on what would be the front cover well that is the other yeah that will be the front cover in um shops and stuff right now like it's just oh it's it just is beautiful. beautiful so beautiful yeah it's just a very powerful like chilled image yeah, yeah. well done vogue well done. As always, well done, British. Yes, well done. <laughs> I feel like, so we're about to move on to the US, and I think I realised that, like, on the September issues, do they always do, like, a double page for the feet front image? Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever noticed that before. But I feel like it is a September thing, because I remember them doing it quite, like, I feel like that's a thing, maybe. I don't know why. Could be. But what do you think of this one? I quite like it. I like it. I think it's the, um, I love like the little like behind the scenes kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah, like that could be you right there in that I little imagine. glass. That literally is you. Um, <laughs> what, surrounded by all these models? <laughs> yeah. I think one thing I don't like, well, no, like, I really like the image. It's also hard because it's like the double spread, but obviously you're only looking at it halfway. It's not as like cool, I think, just like with, ending it like at the computer guy you know yeah and also I feel like it's the whole like Bella Hadid thing like I love Bella Hadid so much but uh, it's like okay cool Bella Hadid again like, why, like... Could, why could we not get the other girls on it in the fo- in focus because mm. Harry and Kai Gerber they're the two like main ones and we're like they're like just like nepotism models that have been like given it no yeah I agree with you on that because like I was going to say it seems like look at it my eyes go to her Mm. and like just the way it's been like composed and like put together I feel like your eyes are drawn to her yeah which I get maybe brings in more money and stuff but it'd just be cooler to have I think maybe should I get all the girls into that one shot Mm. I think it's um I think it's like quite a nice and fun issue for the September issue because normally they're quite like high fashion-y and like yeah. the best of the best kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I like yeah. they've done this different take on it. Yeah, it's definitely one of their better ones this year for sure. Oh like, God, yeah. Fun. It's about the young, like new generation, like that I do really like. Yeah. And that's about what's the model at the front, in front of Bella, she is stunning. Like that. She is so gorgeous. beautiful. Literally like, I'm like, wow. Oh, wait, is it um, Anok Yai? I think Precious leaves behind Bella, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. And then like, yeah. Madonna's daughter's the one on the furthest right. Oh, my gosh. So like, I feel like there's a lot of, like, okay, uh, I hate saying the whole, like, well, 
did you get really get here or did your parents get you here mm. I hate like saying that sort of thing it's like well, it undermines everything they do but also <laughs> kind of also is it true <laughs> like would they have gotten half a star <laughs> it's true though like would they have gotten half a star yeah true um moving on to our next one Mm-hmm. Vogue Scandinavia. Yes, this is so exciting. First ever issue. Yeah, I, I knew they were have I knew they had one, but I can't remember when it was coming out. But yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so it's Greta Thun. Is it Thunberg or Thunberg? I don't know. Okay, it's Greta. We don't know who Greta is. Um, she's just the, the one Greta. named her. The Greta. Everyone knows Greta though. <laughs> um, yeah, she's on the cover, like stroking a horse in this like massive coat and dress it's a really nice i really like the font they've done at the bottom of it mm. it's a really nice image what are your thoughts i mean i quite like it like i feel like it's very reflective of her as a person yeah um the outfit reminded me of something you would wear me yeah <laughs> really like the like nice dress with the trench coat Oh, thanks. I'll, I'll, I'll go to Scandinavia if you want me on your cover. I'll happily do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was nice to see her dressed up in something that we're not it's used just, to. Yeah, like it's like different, obviously, isn't it, from what she normally wears. Yeah, and it's very interesting that obviously the world is literally like on fire right now and she's on the cover. And I couldn't find, like, I'm trying to find out what who she was wearing. And like obviously, mm. my whole thing is like sustainability in the environment. I was trying to find out who and what she was wearing. But yeah, that's a good point. Because I was like, you've got to like follow it through, hon. Um, yeah, could you imagine? Just, just like, oh. <laughs> um, no, I, I do like it as a cover, I think. And for yeah. their first one, I think it's a nice one. Like, it's not overplaying anything, it's yeah. just what it is. Yeah, it's what I'd kind of expect, like a Scandi vibe. Yeah. Really and I think also it's a good way to be like, okay, what are our intentions with both Scandinavia going to be? Mm-hmm. If this is their line, and it's a really good line to go down. Yeah, um, definitely. I just love like the because you've got like the moss on like the tree, and then like the rock or whatever is around her. Yeah, and you've got the green and the dress and that. It just feels very like fresh. It, like it makes me want to put on like some spa music and just lay there and just be in the wind flowing with her white dress yeah 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 i think it is very yeah it's very it's a great image it's mm. just a really good image and i really like it. i wish can we get both scandinavia here we couldn't read um maybe in like a week like one of those like random shops you can get them in yeah, like the magazine specialist ones yeah it's like just a really cool cover it's interesting that in the cover it's on English in English this is the wonder well I thought that I was reading it and I was like wait I understand what it says <laughs> am I suddenly Swedish oh my god how do I know this <laughs> yeah it's, um yeah but yeah I really, I really enjoy it it's a great cover and I'm excited yeah. to do each month another one to add to our list yes definitely one to watch one to watch I love Scandi fashion that is just my fashion to like yeah my love so <laughs> my, love. my love like yeah anyway moving on <laughs> <laughs> um l uk yes so I... go on no, go on no you go 
I was like, what are you going to say? <laughs> no, no, it's positive. Okay, good. I am in love with this cover. Mm. Like, Which one are we talking about, though? Because there's two. The white one. Yeah, because that, that's the... Uh, is that the... Oh, there are just two. Wait. I couldn't tell whether that was the collector, the subscribers edition, because there's one with her in red as well. Oh, yes. But I couldn't tell which one was which, but there's just two covers. But either one, I prefer the white one. The white one is incredible. I love it. Yeah, like the white one, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it's so striking and it's so. Like, I love the outfit. I love the pose, like the side on. It, it I'm just, oh. It's so powerful and striking because um, the cover is Ramla Ali, who is a boxer, um, but we, like began her life as like, a refugee and stuff. And it's such, I really want to read the, like the story of her. Yeah. And the hair is so cool as well. I love the hair slick back. And it's just like, this is when like simple works really well. Yeah, like, this is how you do it. Cosmo. Right, Cosmo Techno. <laughs> like, it's a plain background. It's a plain white. Oh, it's not a plain white outfit, but it's, a, it's all one colour and yet it stands out so much. And like that pose is just such a powerful pose. Like, yeah. it's so, oh my God. It's such a fucking badass. I love mm-hmm. it. It's I just really love good. it. And it's such a simple cover, literally, like her name front and centre as well. And yeah. I just, oh gosh. Yeah, I really enjoy it. I and the, red, the other one is quite nice as well. Like, it's not as good, but it's still, like, really striking. Yeah. Um, I definitely prefer the white one, though, I think. Yeah, same. I would, like, if I had to pick, like, in a supermarket, I'd definitely pick the white one. Yeah, same. <laughs> I've got that on. I've got the side of that. <laughs> so this next one, I think you're probably going to be a big old fan of. Oh, my um, gosh. So Harper's Bazaar has released three covers with Beyonce on. Yes. Um, she's turning 40. Oh my god. I know. I, I mean I can't be thought she already might have been, but yeah, you know, you're like, she was really there. But which um, one do you like the most? Oh. oh I I'm gonna, I might say the denim one. Really? That's my least favourite. Really? I love the black one. Yeah, is that the black and the denim for me? I felt like the white, the that was a bit like Housewives of the Tomac vibe. Oh my god, it so is. She like Giselle rocking up to like a party or something. But I'm waiting for her tagline. <laughs> yeah, literally like on this week. Oh my yeah. god, yes. But the other two, yeah, I I really didn't like the. Is that her own stuff? Because you know sometimes she's very like funny about like always doing like yeah, like, it's the Ivy Park stuff. And you know, like I get your point, but I also. Can you not put something else on? Yeah, it's true. Like, there's I mean, so much, like, you're Beyonce, and there's so many incredible things. You don't need to put on your stuff. We already know what your stuff is. It's cool. People are going to buy it. Put some, like, Dior or Chanel on or something, or, like, a really cool new designer. Well, like, I think that's the thing with Beyonce is that, like, she can pull a lot of different styles off. Yeah. Like, obviously, she might not have wanted to, like, go over the top for it. But yeah. I just think, like, she could have done like a really, really, really bold look mm. for this. Like they've, I mean, like they're each on their own are stunning. Mm. Um, but I just, yeah, I mean, I do love them. Like, and obviously it's Beyonce because of course I'm gonna love it. But yeah. I think, I think it's just, 
it's I mean like the denim one I think I like it because it is a bit different and like her yeah. hair is just straightened and there's no like it's not like over glam yeah. even though it's still very chic but like it's not like forced I just love her face and the black one with the hat and the hair mm -hmm. her face is just stunning and, and just, she's holding her hands yeah it's just very like powerful but like very subtle at the same time yeah like, I think the her face is very soft but powerful at the same time yeah the like nude and like silver one is giving me like dream girls like modern yeah. dream girls, which like, I'm not bashing but... <laughs> but it doesn't seem like where she's at now no like I just didn't I just feel like her style has evolved so much and it's so much more like Cool. Not quirky, but a bit more like edgy. Yeah, just, yeah, definitely edgier. Isn't it? Like some of the other pictures that they've released from the shoot, I'm like, like the gold sequin trousers, like that would have been an amazing cover as well. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I like, love that outfit. Like a t-shirt, they're probably a bit like now. Or this one of her with the gold sequins top, and then like the trap, like denim. Yeah. That's such an interesting image. That's that cool. Oh my God, her with the horse. No, the horse in my, that outfit's my fave. Yeah, like that outfit. That's a nice, like that's a Beyonce outfit, I feel like. That is stunning. Like her hair as well and everything. It's just, oh. So, and yeah. the horse, obviously. Yeah, and the horse. Big horse vibe this, this, this month. Yeah, there's horses everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Get the styling out. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, I actually do like them as a whole, though. <clears throat> I think they're really nice. No, they're not like bad. I just like it's always like the thing with like Beyonce and Rihanna. You can go so far with them that when you've got the opportunity to do so, why would you not? Yeah, like with people when you go for big people like that, like it is. I feel like there is such a thin line of like how far you can go or how not far you can go. Like you don't go far enough. Yeah. And it's like, come on, hun. <laughs> <laughs> you're right there, babe. Yeah, sorry, just like I'm watching out for it. Walk out of my living room. She's um, having a moment. Right, sorry, you know, let's move on. Uh, so, hello, fashion. There's two covers, um, mm -hmm. and it features the influencer Victoria McGrath. Uh, McGrath is taking over as well. Huh? So the influence is taking over as well. Oh, classic. Or as she is known as in the front row. Um, so which, I, what cover do you prefer? I think I prefer the red cover. Yeah, I think I probably do as well. It's I just a bit, yeah. It's really hard actually. I think I, I prefer the red because it's a bit more like fun. I feel like the, um, the black and white outfit looks very posed. Yeah, it's very like ladylike and like not very cool. Yeah, and it's like I feel like she would have got a really bad backache oh, doing that. <laughs> Fly. <laughs> my kitchen. She's <laughs> <laughs> having a fight with a fly. <laughs> Time. Yeah, I feel like it's the way she's holding her handbag, it's very like, I'm eight years old and I'm off to my first like big girl dinner. Yeah, it looks like a school photo. Mm. Like when they get you to turn to the side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think the red one's much cooler and like something you'd actually want to wear as well. 
Yes, the red one just looks a bit more. Um, it, I feel like that would stand out more on the newsstand, mm. and I just yeah. think it looks looks more like fun and like about being cringe, like free. Yeah, like definitely. Her hair's just down, sweat like it's just sweeping to the side a little bit. She looks like she, she's having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it would definitely catch your eye more. Yeah, newsstand. Absolutely. Right, and then probably Scott's favourite one of the month. My God, is Esquire UK, which features the lovely Tom Hardy. Oh my God, this man is just—get <laughs> <laughs> him in Dream Boys. Oh, oh my, my God, gosh. I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, Dream Boys casting guys, if you're listening, please just send out a memo to see if he's interested. <laughs> Get Tom Hardy, please. <laughs> Yeah, it's a very nice, it's like very cool. Like it's just a black and white photo of his face, um, which is beautiful, obviously. Like, very moody look, but I'm like, you can look moody, mate. You can yeah. you can look anyway, and I still love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a bit, I think we're just being thirsty right now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> There's literally nothing else to say about he looks fit. No, that's basically it. <laughs> so okay, apart from Tom Hardy, do you have a favourite of this month? Oh, I think, oh, which is hard. I know my top two. Yeah, what well, your top two? It's going to be L and Vogue UK. Those are my top two. But I think I'm going to have to go for Vogue. Okay, I'll go for L UK because then it's like... Okay, we bounce that out, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I think those two like hit the nail on the head. Yes, they really did. They're just such nice images. Yeah, well done, guys. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> um, so Love Island. Oh. Uh, right, last night's episode. This is obviously we record this on Thursdays. This will be Wednesday's episode. I've never been so bored in my life. I didn't watch it. I'm glad I didn't waste my time. Girls, fuck. It was just like I, I was out at a work event and I came back and I was like, said to Gabriel, I was like, did I miss anything? Like, what did I miss? And he was like, I literally think there was just like one funny moment. And that's it. I don't even know what funny moment he's talking about. He did show me it. Oh no, maybe he's in like a different one. But yeah, so I mean, like, they literally was so shit. And I thought now that they're obviously like, they've got that really weird problem where like they've created so much drama with Teddy and Faith, everyone's like pushed back and been like, we don't want this job and this is really fucking horrible. But then if they do anything, then it's like, if they don't do anything, then it's just really boring because all the couples are now getting to like coupling up. So then what do they do? Yeah, and I think, but then like now I'm like, you need to introduce the like social media challenge of like people's tweets and that and yeah. the headline challenge and all that. Like bring them in, like stir it up a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to text test. Yeah, like bring that back. Yeah, because now they're doing the um, they're doing the heart race challenge tonight, mm-hmm. which will be fun. Like that's fun, but I don't feel like anyone's actually taking it seriously. Like if their heart gets raged by someone other than their partner, they're like, okay, cool. Like I find yeah, yeah, like I, I don't get that. Like <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch. Like it'd be like, it'd be funny to watch, but it was better than last night's episode. But was it last night's or was it the night before when they were all having sex at the same time? Uh, Tuesday night, I think. Like. Just so I said to Gabriel, I was like, wouldn't like, can they not leave their bed? Like, once they're in their bed, that's it, you cannot leave. Because, like, I'd be like, 
there's the day beds, there's upstairs, there's the pull-out bed. Like, I'd be like, let's go out there. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, that's five couples have sex right next to each other. Yeah, but, I, I also find it really weird when, like, you know, like, Tyler and Cats were in different beds. So they're not, that if they want to share a bed and they're not an official couple, they have to go outside. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it should be like, oh, I make sure we swap. <laughs> like, I don't get, like, what the Love Island rules are. Like, is there an actual rule they have to do that? Yeah, like, they have to be in your couple to share a bed, which I'm guessing yeah. is the case because that's yeah. the way it looks like it's happening. But, like, like... Mary and Aaron had to go outside last night. Yeah. Can we not just be like, oh, you know, come in my... Like, like, if I'm really weird. But it's just like, I'm sorry, like, you're basically having a giant orgy. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no walls in between them. They're literally just yeah. beds lined up and no one having sex oh, on them. And no one's, like, even that drunk, so you haven't even got, like, the drunkenness to, like... And also, like, Honestly. it's fucking hot to do it all under a cover as well. I hope it's air-conned in there for their sake. Oh. Jesus Christ. Oh, and also, like, smells and, like... And also, I just feel like I wouldn't enjoy that much because I know that people are literally, like, fucking listening. This is what I'm saying. Like, I'd be self-conscious. I'd be, yeah. like... Like, who's going to finish first? Like, which couple? That's literally what I was about to say, and I bet I can guess who would finish first out of all of them. Toby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. He looks like that type of person. I couldn't get into it, because I'd be like, too, like, yeah, I'd be way too self-conscious. That's what I mean by, like, you can't, like, they surely then must can't go off and go somewhere else and do that jazz. Yeah, because I remember when it was like Ken and Ambergy, they used to shag 24 mm. 7. And then just like go into the bedroom when no one was like watching. And also, yeah. the hideaway has only been open like three times. Yeah, I was thinking like, can we bring back the hideaway? But I guess they kind of don't need the hideaway now because the whole point is to like up, up the ante. They don't need it because they're just doing it in their beds next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of glad they are showing a bit because it's like at least we're kind of having some like, ooh. Yeah, some like cheeky moments. Some cheeky moments, yeah. Like, I still want um, Jake to be exposed fully. Like, yeah. I'm just not a fan. Yeah, everyone was saying this, like, so the whole thing tonight, we're obviously going to see it tonight, we might just sound really stupid now, but the whole thing of, like, Liberty getting doubts, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, finally, yes. But then some people were saying, oh, she's only, it's like part of that challenge, you know what they do, they're, like, having to, like, say things to then win a prize at the end. But seeing the first look today, I don't think that's what it is. I think she genuinely is having doubts because she was watching Mary and Jake and she got really upset. Oh. Because they were talking about how many kids they wanted, like Mary and Jake. And like, I don't know why, obviously like, as you like, just talk, like the same way that we, me and you would be like, oh, yeah. it doesn't mean we want to have kids together. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that goes down because I just think the producers um, have been so desperate this series, like those mm. constant cliffhangers and the whole, mm. it's very like Real Housewives in terms of they set up the next looks and all of that kind of thing yeah. to paint this picture that's going to be so much drama and then it's not even what it's about, what you think yeah. it's about. And it's like, is that yeah. it? Like, I've tuned in for that. <laughs> Like, give us nothing, hon, really. Literally. I'm like, come on. Like, I mean, how do you feel about Faye and Teddy? Oh, I mean, the way she handled it was fucking atrocious. Oh, my God, yeah, she handled it the worst way. No one should speak to anyone like that at all. I didn't watch it back. I I did watch it on um, Monday, Monday maybe, I watched that. Um, And, yeah, 
like I thought it would be worse. Like obviously it'd be really bad, but I thought way over film was like I was like expecting like fucking like on a fist or something. Yeah. But um like I I think the thing is it's really hard to know whether people are like acting like genuinely is like is she doing this because she knows she'll get like a reaction and get on TV or is she genuinely this insecure and scared mm-hmm. about her and then if she is like oh my god that's really sad but also not an excuse for talking to this boy like that. No, definitely. I mean, I for me, I still want those two to win. Really? Yeah, because, like, obviously, like, I was so such a team. If I could choose one person to win on their own, it'd be Millie all day long. Yeah. But I don't want Liam to win. No. Um, but just, like, they've, like, had, they've gone, like, a natural roller coaster, and I'm, like, they've come back together, and, like, they've put it like they're working on it and I'm like oh it's like a little yeah, fairy tale yeah. but not but then I also think had the roles been reversed and that was Teddy been that horrible we would not be willing to get back together true and I think Faye obviously has got some massive insecurities always massively playing up to the camera and I can't tell which I I mean oh. I believe it just because like the way like when she's talking to like Millie and that like she yeah. just generally seemed like not. I hate saying this as a bad person, because mm. but like she just seemed really like broken. Yeah, like, I mean, like she's got her guard up. She's got like she's had a past. Sort of thing. Yeah, like she's definitely been through some shit, bless her. And it's like mm. wow. But then I guess it's that kind of thing of like we've all been through shit, but you just don't need to handle the situation how she handled that. <laughs> sure, for sure. Like I just think. I don't want anyone to win at this point. Honestly, like, I don't, apart from, yeah. Like, I just, I'm so, I don't really care. I'll take the money. I deserve okay. it. I just want it to be over and then we'll get the fresh new influences out of them. <laughs> and then we'll forget about the ones before. And then we'll be hyped for like, and I'm just, I'm just, I, I just don't see how they can make it any better. Like, it's just lost, it's, it's that sort of thing. It's like you can never sort of regain that magic of like people's like honest reactions and like originality. No. No aware. And it's just yeah. It just needs to go away for a few years or forever. Forever. Sort yourself <laughs> out and come back. <laughs> like majorly revamped in some yeah. way. Um Definitely. the one thing we are always glad to come back is strictly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot um, wait for this to come back. I need this in my life. I know. It's a good lineup as well. Yeah, it's shaping up to be a good one. Yeah. Also, very exciting that they're having the first male male pairing. Yes. And I I've so it's John Waite who was who he won the third series of Bake Off um in 2012. And he's now on Steph's Pat Lunch as the chef um I mean he is very dishy but mm-hmm. I feel like he like I said was saying to someone the other day I hope like he's actually good and like yeah. far like 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 Nicola was on it with Katia last year and it was like obviously they had they ended up leaving because of Covid which mm-hmm. is really sad but also it's like she, not she's not great but like I want like a finalist yeah like at least like quarter final semi-final yeah you, like yeah. you want them to like 
be genuine. I mean, like, you can never predict who's going to be good and who's what you can. But, like, it would be good if they are. They do make it far. I can imagine him being good. Like, I I'm re- trying to picture what a male-on-male partnership is going to look like as well, like, in the dancing and stuff. And who's he going to be paired with? They're saying he's going to be paired with... um. Oh my god, complete! Oh my god, his name's gone completely out of my head. One tall, surely. Oh my god, what is his name? Giovanni. It's um, something like that. Um, Offe, uh, Ali Ash. No. Oh my god, I'm gonna search this quickly. I'm running out. Of, I'm losing them in their fancies, and I've run out. Oh my god! The I'm going to say Italian, but I think he might be Spanish. Oh, the the, the greasy haired boy. Long curly, yeah, like always dances with, like Johannes. Yes, him. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna make like Johannes do it, just as like a whole like elbow gay sort of thing. Oh my god, what is his name? Graziano. Oh really? Him? Yeah. Interesting. I don't really like him. Well, that's what yeah. they're saying. I don't know if it's been confirmed yet, but. No. That's who they're saying. Oh, I forgot about Johannes. I can't put him back in my life. I know. I, can't, I need that in my life, honestly. Also, AJ, a doozy. Like, she is getting everywhere at the moment. Yeah, I know. I, I saw someone that was sweet that being like, no one works harder than like AJ, a doozy. was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. One person I'm really like looking forward to is Tom Fletcher. Oh my God, yes. No, I'm not looking forward to. Oh, you're not looking forward to. Oh, that's not bad. It's like annoying, and like the whole like, oh, Giovanna did her thing last year. Not I've got to go and do Strictly. You know, it's just like fucking. I just like leave her to it, and like it's I'll just like like Ernest, like oh, yeah, I know, it's a bit annoying about him. No, I'll give I give you that one. But yeah. he just like it's just like you don't look at a person and like you irritate me. Hmm. Why? I used to like really fancy him. Really? I think it was like not in a horrible way, like the nerdiness of him. Oh my god, what about Doggy though? Doggy was always the best. Oh no, I like Danny. Oh, Danny oh. Harry. Yeah, yeah, Danny was fit, yeah. To be fair, I feel like Tom was actually the least fit. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a glow up, bless him. <laughs> and then like uh, Gordon Ramsay's daughter was going on it, which is so fucking random. Honestly, like, I saw the name to, like pop up and I was like, I really recognise that name. And then I was like, oh my God, stop it. It's only bloody Gordon's daughter. <laughs> yeah. And also she's doing her first year of duty while doing Strictly. And I'm like, girl, come on, scout and freshers, have a good time. Don't Honestly, like, also, she's known for presenting CBBC's Matilda and the Ramsey Bunch. Oh, they have a TV show. Apparently. I mean, she has 9.5 million followers on TikTok as well. Oh, okay. Jesus. I mean, she, she's a really pretty girl, actually. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But no, I feel like it's shaping up to be a really good cast. Yeah, and that woman from me, Senders, Nina Wadia, I always Oh my God, she is an icon. I love her so much. Very funny. Zainab. Yeah, Zainab Masood. Yeah, yes. that was oh, She was so good. I love her. <laughs> I love her. She oh, She's such a funny lazy. Yeah, she'll be good. Oh, I hope she gets your hand, doesn't it? It'll be just a really fun character. Oh, my God. It'll be like Caroline all over again. But I also do want Johannes to actually get, like, far. I feel like I'd like Johannes to be with, like, either Katie McGlynn from Coronation, from Coronation Street. Mm. So, yeah, Coronation Street. Or AJ. 
Yeah, I just want him to have like a oh him and AJ. Oh, that'll be a that'll be a sexy. Yeah, game. that would be fire. That would be gorgeous. I'd just be like uh-huh, drooling. We call the fire brigade. There's a fire on the dance floor. <laughs> Murder on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have any more songs than that. Like I know she's like I had actually more songs than that, but has she ever? Has she really? True. Um. Yeah, so I'm strictly to come back. I'm like, the fact that summer's basically finished, I'm like, right, let's get the PJs, get some, get some, get some old wine, get the takeaway, and strictly. Honestly, like, I'm oh, just... I've seen strictly nights. <laughs> oh my God. Like, I love, like, that the sun's been out this week, and it's just, obviously, it just lifts your mood anyway. Mm. But I'm so ready for colder days where I can put my nice big coat on, my scarf. Walk along with a nice, like, coffee and just a wrap-up. I'm ready for a cosy season. I'm not ready for it yet. I still want to get my bikini. But <laughs> can we please do, like, now that we both live here, we can do, like, every night, watch it together. And if we oh have pants God. on Saturday night. No. Well, or even if we have pants on Saturday night, get together, watch Strictly and then go out. <laughs> Pre-drink Australia Strictly and then we'll be out. <laughs> When Craig says something disappointing or sad, take a shot. Take a shot. <laughs> you come up with a strictly drinking game. Oh, and Claudia Winkleman's been back in our lives. Oh so my god, fun. bring it back, Claudia. March. She is a babe. Okay, should we move on? Yes, let's do it. So this week I read a piece that I think Scott, which I thought we could like have a little discussion about. Um, and it's on the New Statesman and it is called The Future of Work, The Problem with Millennial Productivity Books by Sarah Manavis. Um, so I pronounced that incorrectly. And it's basically an entire essay about like the pros and cons of like millennial workbooks, like Grace Beverly's recent one. All the ones that have like really cute covers, but all like pink or blue and like a nice fonts. Um, but do they actually offer any advice? Hmm. Not really. That is, is a question. That is her, basically, her conclusion. And I do kind of agree. I do. I think it's such, um, it's become such, like, a commodity to be able to basically, <laughs> like, you're making money off of that. Like, not insecurity, but do you know what I mean? Like, you're making money off of that thing to be like, do this and you're going to feel like this do this and you're going to feel like that like yeah. it's like no people are actually struggling right now like <laughs> yeah and it's what sort of things like I can realize I was having a bad what do I have like a bad like you only know, like work I just do work I don't think about like oh am I doing it well enough like am I doing it enough am I doing it in the right way you just think I need to get my job done get the nine to five done Not yeah like, like, I mean like you're like oh great another thing I've got to stress about like cool is it my productivity enough and it's like the ones, I never forget, like, the start of lockdown last year when everyone was, like, having, like, a candle next to their desk and, like, plants everywhere and mm-hmm. doing all of this. And I'm like, so if I live in a jungle, will I feel less stressed? Because <laughs> if so, oh, I'm moving God. to the forest. Get <laughs> used to the Amazon. Honestly, Amazon, I'm coming over. <laughs> but, yeah, because it's that, and I think the, what Sarah said in this essay is very true. It's like a whole, like the people that write these books are writing people like them that can have desk jobs, that can work from home, that are probably white and young and have probably got like a, a good decent amount of disposable income. No like 
dependables like elderly parents or kids to like look after so it's very easy to be like you know I'm gonna do a flexible working day and I have a nap at midday but I'll carry on working with my side hustle Mm. and it's like but okay a Tesco worker can't ask their boss to do that there's this thing like and I think like we primarily have desk jobs like we sit and we work from our laptops and computers um but obviously like a part of mine obviously is like going out for meetings and that kind of stuff as well but also like I get worried sometimes like going to the kitchen and making a cup of coffee yeah and like being away from my desk do you know what I mean but then they're like take a screen break and I'm like I don't have time like I can't and they're like go do this go and do that have a nap I can't have a nap if I never nap I'm not waking back up like <laughs> it doesn't happen hours. that way hard no. <laughs> I'm just going to bed honestly like I think it's just and this is what I like I feel a bit like mm, about it because it's like obviously for some people these books help and they mm. people do enjoy them but I think for me like sometimes I guess it's like mental well-being and that kind of um those kind of books as well mm. they paint this picture and it's almost then like you really get more stressed out if you're not complying with what they're saying because then you reflect on yourself and you're like well hold on a minute why am I not doing this why why do I feel like that way yeah. and it's just a lot of like reflection is put back onto you and it's not necessarily always the best reason yeah it's almost like it creates a problem that you didn't even have yeah like, sorry, that didn't exist in your brain literally like reading that mental health book and all of a sudden you're like I need five other mental health books to like correct me why why am I like this is it like do I actually need them or is it just capitalism making me think I need them literally like and like this whole like the like working from millennial workbooks and that like I'm like okay so do I now need to read the Ikea catalogue to like (laughs) get some feng shui in my life to make my office better (laughs) I thought you were gonna come after me (laughs) But I enjoy it a lot. And I think also one thing I really read about what Sarah said in her piece was that many of these books are like, you know what, we're not going to dismantle the system of work, but here are a few little tips to help you like move along the system. And it's like, well, hang on. If you're only helping yourself move along the system, is that feminism? Is that doing enough? Like, no, we need to be like looking at work as a whole. Like, is everyone getting a good, decent wage, like a standard living wage? You know, like you can't just be like, well, I've managed to get a pay rise, but like the rest of the system is fucked. Like it shouldn't just be that so individualistic. Honestly, yeah. I agree with you so much. Like it is just, there's so many like questions. Do you know what I mean? Like it just opens up and it's like, well, hold on a minute. Like, yeah. And like, I think this leads perfectly onto our next topic that we're going to talk yeah. about. Um, do you want to explain it? Because you found it. Oh, yeah. And well, I just found this tweet yesterday. Um, I'm just loading. Um, so it is the tweet was oh, I got a load. So there's two writers, and what the first one um was Josh Joshua Rivera, um, and he wrote, Weird how relevance in media basically requires a side hustle, a podcast, a newsletter, something completely unrelated to the work of journalism but necessary for building a fan base. And then Stephen Assar retweeted it and was said, journalists need to be micro micro influencers to thrive in today's media market all I want to do is write about the online space not get swallowed by it and I was like oh my god yes it's like reading that is and it's it's so funny because the um event that I went the dinner I went to yesterday I literally Mm -hmm. had this conversation with the person I was sitting next to and we were saying about like how all of a sudden like 
we were both jet like we're both journalists and it was like we've suddenly now got to come up with this side hustle or mm. something that we have on the side that one makes us different to other people mm. um and two like just makes us relevant like yeah you it's almost like if you want to propel in your job or like go further and that stuff you have to be seen to be so uh dominant on social media and stuff like that you do technically become like a micro influencer yeah and i think also like what they said about like like i said about like i just want to observe online culture i don't be part of it and it's so true it's like as a journalist and a reporter your job is to kind of be like immune or like impartial and just to see what's happening not to like not to not make the conversations because that makes you sound like you're passive but to kind of see what everyone else is saying and report on that and tell everyone else like your job isn't to be like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that like and I think yeah you definitely I always worry that like when I'm trying to move on to a new job or something or like I'm looking for other stuff I'm like I don't have a following I don't have a presence like my Instagram followers are my friends like that's it and mm. that was we've got this which we love because we started because we wanted to talk about stuff that we couldn't talk about in our jobs enough yeah. but, but I'm also like okay this is really good that I've got a podcast I can be like in an interview or something be like look I've got a podcast I do something else mm. it's just like and we've got social media as well I think like because obviously like, I'm in like the fashion industry it's like, like I, I see other journalists doing it and building their like following up and all of that and I'm like I wish I had time to do that. Like, I don't know why I don't have time to do it. I've been in a full-time job. Yeah, like, as soon as I log off from work, I don't want to really go out and do all that stuff. Like, especially from working from home, like, yeah, yeah, working from home, I don't have the resources and all of that to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, it, there is definitely, like, a weird pressure to kind of do it as well. But then I think you're, what you said about, like, your Instagram obviously then represents you and it's like is that voice the same voice I want my employers to see and like yeah. that kind of thing like it's you have to be so careful with what you post and like what you're saying and stuff like that and it's like it just becomes almost like too much kind of thing like and you just want to log off completely yeah I don't want to say I can't say anything so I'm not going to say anything at all like, literally like, apparently, like by posting certain things obviously gives off a message yeah but then if you don't post enough like are you engaging enough are you present enough it's a real like mind fuck I feel like so I'm like god I'm not famous at all like and I shouldn't have to be because I'm a journalist I'm not I'm meant to be writing about famous people not what be one of the famous people not trying to be one yeah no, I get that. I think it's such an interesting conversation. Yeah, and I don't know how it's going to change. And, like, I feel, yeah, it's just an interesting one. It's, like, where do we kind of go from here? Mm. Social media is only going to get bigger. And journalism jobs are going to get fewer. So, yeah. and it's, like, well, if I want a fucking job, I better become a TikToker or something. Literally, like, I've got to be seen to be present. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, that is so true like and it's scary because it's like well hang on if I want to be a banker I mean I wouldn't want to be a banker I don't have to then like do like um, something else on the side to become a banker I just become a banker yeah like you don't have to have a social media presence to do that yeah and it's just weird that there's there's an an additional expectation for a job that doesn't even pay you that much in the first place anyway Mm. but anyway 
So true. Um, let's move on to some good news of the week. I mean, it's kind of sad, but kind of good. If that makes sense. Do you know what oh, I mean? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 like it's like it is good, but it's because something bad. So the headline reads life-changing the scheme that offers free train travel to people fleeing abuse the uk's rail to refuge program has been used more than by more than a thousand domestic abuse survivors including children it was a first that sparked another first a dispatches documentary allowed television cameras for the first time inside a women's refuge in surrey to follow the stories of women who were fleeing their violent partners when the program aired in february 2019 darren o'brien not the comedian um, a station manager for Southeastern was among those who tuned in. It got him wondering how he could help. He proposed the idea of free train travel for people who are fleeing domestic abuse, and within a year, the rail to refuge scheme was in place. It gives free train tickets to men, women, and children who contact domestic abuse services, including Women's Aid and Men's Advice Line UK. The charities then organise refuge accommodation and books their travel to get there. Um, and then it obviously goes on to talk about him and like how he kind of got into it and stuff but I just thought that was a really cool scheme that I didn't even know about obviously I don't I don't need to know about but I just thought it was really good like worth shouting out and stuff definitely like I, I didn't know about that either like and it just like because like I was into a podcast with Jonathan Van Ness talking about like domestic abuse and stuff and that how one of the biggest things that stops people leaving is financial financial mm. stuff and I know that people are then like the, like the station manager was like no we need to do something about this like also train prices are fucking expensive mm-hmm. um to be like that's one thing that people are always like why don't you leave and it's like because they can't afford to leave or like their money's being controlled by someone else yeah or there's so much other stuff that someone has like okay we're going to cover the cost let's just get you out of the situation is mm-hmm. like, a really positive and good thing to happen yeah. Yeah, like you said, like, it's good to actually shout that stuff out because it is so, again, like, going back to the whole social media kind of thing, like, I mean, we spoke about it before, about, like, domestic violence and that, but, like, you don't know what people are going through. Like, yeah. you, don't, you don't know who needs to hear that. You don't know who needs to be made aware of an organisation that's like that and is helping. Yeah. Um, so and then, so then they can, there's the event, the survivors are sent the ticket and the collection details by their phone and they travel as normal and have to declare that like it was free or like how they got it it's just a ticket they've got it sort of thing mm-hmm. um and then so the charlotte ceo of women's aid in rygate um said that women have told us how they have no money to pay for a train ticket because every aspect of their lives was controlled by the perpetrator if they'd not been able to get the rail fare i judge think what have happened this is a life-changing scheme and it's things like that you like things that are so simple that say like the government could do like nationwide but like, if you're a survivor, like, if you all want to get out of the situation we're covering the costs mm-hmm. and that's something that's be so helpful and simple and probably quite i don't know how much like everything about the grand scheme of things the money that would need to be spent to save those lives is like you just don't even think about the money no exactly like when you when you i'm very lucky to have not been in that situation but no but the the generosity of that from someone else to do that to get you out of that position like I think is obviously that person could literally be like make or break do you know what I mean yeah, like, completely. You know that you've got an escape route yeah yeah for sure definitely. so I just thought that was really worth shouting out definitely I think that's so good yeah I enjoy- well I didn't enjoy it but like no 
I appreciate I get what that. you mean. <laughs> I really, really recommend Jonathan Van Ness's podcast on domestic violence. It was so, so interesting to learn about how money and everything plays into it and how, and the woman he interviewed was talking about like, that question of like, why don't you leave? That like, it was so well summed up, but I couldn't have summed it up better. We'll share like a link to it or something because it was just so good. I loved it. His podcast is so good. It's so informative. Honestly. Like, like it really is. Such a babe. <laughs> Of him, or that is it them, or him. Them. Them. Okay, sorry, them. <laughs> um, shall we move on to our brand of the week? Yeah. So this week we are giving a big shout out to a brand called Daydreaming. They are. I'll read the about bit. Uh, Daydreaming is a creative side hustle by Nottingham-based retail... Oh, my God. You're right. Nottingham-based retail strategist Mike Tristram. Tristram, The manifestation of an overreactive imagination. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can't talk. You're an overactive... (laughs) Um, One too many daydreams and a lockdown hobby turned obsession for candle making. So, oh. I mean, straight away I was sold, like, candles, yes. Also, lockdown, like, the fact that only, like, been going, like, for a year, very yeah. cool. Um, inspired by his two passions, sassy queer culture and tongue-in-cheek streetwear, yes, uh, led me to create, led him to create something that was playfully risque. All the candles are dreamt up, developed and produced by hand in Nottingham, using only the most sustainable ingredients. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, no skeletons are hiding in the closet with us. Um, so why are they called daydreaming? Did you know we spend 47% of our waking time daydreaming and it is considered a type of personal dream therapy? As someone who struggles with anxiety, I know this firsthand that these escapist subconscious trains of thought can benefit our mental health and emotional resilience. They are a safe place for us to organize our thoughts, explore our fantasies and can even offer therapeutic entertainment. Um, but over 80% of us would rather not talk about our daydreams, why? Because when we are younger, we tend to subconsciously fantasize about sex, mischief, and identity exploration. While as we get older, we learn more about musings of escapism, nostalgia, and gratifying heroism. We want more people to embrace the power of daydreams and for our subconscious fantasies to no longer be taboo. That's why we named our band Daydreaming and why our launch collection, Lucid Dreams, is inspired by our wildest visage. That's it. Um, so basically, Getting into it, um, their lucid dreams collection. You, I think everyone needs one of these, and by one, so cool. I mean the whole collection. Yes. Um, so they have candles which are called Camp as Fuck, Morning Sex, Nudist Beach, Joyride, Purple Haze, and my personal favorite, Juicy Scandal. Yes, they look incredible, like the design on them looks really nice like the two lightning bolts um with the little artwork on it i think they just look so cool and i really want to I really want to smell them <laughs> and also the fact that they're 22 pounds for independent brand i think it's really really good like definitely yeah like the handmade uh, like um element of it and that on um they also are vegan and sustainable um, Sustainable, gay-owned, non-toxic candle. So <laughs> no toxic fucking energy. 
<laughs> it basically ticks all the boxes. <laughs> toxic fumes going into our homes. Honestly. Yeah, they sound really cool. I really, really want a candle. They look fucking Yes. I, I love a black candle, like mm-hmm. case, jar, whatever you want to call it. It's just so chic, I think. Yes. Like, imagine having that round. So, like, your mum comes round and there's just, like, a nude Juicy. beach or something. Or, Juicy scandal. Uh, Juicy scandal on shelf. <laughs> yeah. I feel like your mum's cool enough to appreciate that. <laughs> I'll get one for Christmas. Yeah, I'll get one. She'll love it. <laughs> so book of the week what have we got this week so this week we have got a slightly different i feel not different so it's called live alone and like it the art of solitary refinement by marjorie hillis who was a vogue editor in the 1930s uh, this book is from the 1930s so my copy from the library has literal mould on it because it's so old. Oh my god. <laughs> but you obviously can get like newer versions, like don't go to the library maybe for this one. <laughs> um, and it's basically, it's really funny. So it's like a, it's only like a hundred pages and it's basically um, a collection of like advice on what to do if you're a single lady living alone. Ooh. And obviously from the 1930s, that's kind of like, oh, what do we do? Yeah. But it's, it really made me, it felt like the, the, the start of self-care. It was like, right, you need to have five different sets of pyjamas and you need to always make sure you have a lovely breakfast in bed. And like, it tells you advice on like, how to have a dinner party and like what kind of cocktails to make and like, right, put like budgeting and all that sort of stuff. And it was like, obviously this was so new for women in the 1930s. Mm. It was really nice just to read it and be like, it was just like, it made me feel good. It just made me feel like happy and glamorous. And like, I wanted to go get like a silk dressing gown and drink like a martini in bed. Oh my God, that's like, a dream. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, and it's got really cute like illustrations in it and stuff. Oh. And it's just like, there was so much stuff that I was literally like saying to my friends being like, oh my God, this is so like so relatable and stuff. And one of the best things I really liked about it was that they were saying like, as a single woman, you should always make sure you have hobbies because you need to like be fulfilled and like no one wants to talk to that boring person at a party mm-hmm. and I'm like you know what okay that was like 90 years ago and that's still so fucking true yeah like, you want yeah. to be an interesting developed person that's not just like waiting around for a man to buy her a cocktail I mean <laughs> I mean yeah also that but like you don't want to be waiting around for it no I get that you're like yeah okay cool some Harley I'll take an espresso martini fine like you know it, it was just like a very cool energy of being like I just really enjoyed it. It just made me feel happy, basically. Good little bath read, I feel. Oh, yes. There's a picture of a woman on the bath in on it. And it's very cute. It's such a cute little book. I wish I could keep it. But I've got a fucking dirt oh. to the library. But yeah. That's Look at this woman with her little that. martini in the bath. What bougie bitch? Oh my god. She has a better yeah. life than I do. Literally. These <laughs> women are so it's just and they have like case studies and stuff. What's the bloody even like the in this the inner oh, cover? Yeah, I'm like, can I keep it in the library? Yeah, no, it's really, and it also like Vogue is from the 1930s, very cool. Oh my god. Yes, that I want to read this book. Yeah, I think you really enjoy it. It's very sassy, very like, go on, girls. Okay, maybe I'm actually going to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like, how many pages was it? 143, and like, it's small. Like, you know, it's pretty easy going. If it gives me permission to have a martini in the bath, I am all for it. Literally, yeah, go ahead and get it now. So, <laughs> why have you been gifted this week? 
So I have been gifted. It is called the Look Lit LED Mask. Um, oh! I'm obsessed. Let me, uh, let me just take it out of its box. The box looks very nice. I like the colour of the box. Yeah, the box is so cute. <clears throat> so, I mean, it looks like a face shield that you could just wear as Sainsbury's. <laughs> so not only is it good for your skin, but it's great as a face mask. <laughs> oh, my God. So, basically, turn the bad boy on. And, oh like, my it God. does different things for your skin. And, honestly, I'm obsessed. I feel like a Power Ranger. <laughs> My mouth is just like wide open watching you do this. It's that so is cool. fucking cool. So it's by Swear by Skin. Um, and it is an LED mask. And basically it has three different functions. Um, and like different LED lights that I don't know. I honestly I don't get the science behind it because it just blows my mind. But basically, um the three different settings do different things. So it's light therapy. So mm -hmm. the red light is used for anti-aging benefits. Blue is used to eliminate acne and blemishes and calms inflammation and redness. And then yellow is used to flush waste from the skin, improving tone, clarity and texture. Um, and honestly, I can't stop using it. <laughs> it looks so fucking cool, I'm so jealous. Honestly, like, I, I was like, I've always wanted to try like an LED mask. Yeah. And then I saw this So please can you wear this to Tesco? Yeah, I mean, I think this is very chic, like, to wear this it, The only thing I don't think is very chic is the little nose. Yeah, I feel like it looks like I'm going to go swimming. <laughs> going for a dive, beat up <laughs> yeah, But apart from that, very chic. Apart very, from very that, chic. amazing. Like, fashion week, watch out. Oh, I'm just turning it on. <laughs> no, I've always wanted to try one of those masks. Like, in the, even the massive ones that are, like, white will over you like put them in your face and it's like oh my god yeah like they look a bit there. scary but like i yeah. really want to give it a go yeah that'd be so fun um what i'm gonna leave that it? out because i'm gonna do that after this <laughs> <laughs> get rid of the wine from the skin yeah <laughs> get rid of the impurities from the week <laughs> <laughs> oh i think that's it then isn't it that is it. I thought this has been a good one. It's been a long one, but we've had a lot to talk about and catch up on. Catch up on. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us. Um, as always, please rate, review, and subscribe. Share with your friends and stuff. It would really, really help us just to like get more people listening because we want to share our wisdom and advice with the world. I mean, we have a lot of wisdom to share, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, of course we and <laughs> um, yes as always please share with your friends your pals social media strangers whoever you want um you can get in touch with us on instagram at wind down the podcast you can email us at wind down podcast at gmail.com and you can tweet us at wind down underscore um and yeah thanks for listening you beeps and we will see you next week Bye. Bye.